0: you Mm -hmm. could ask the richest man on earth and the richest man could be unhappy whereas the person that's got nothing is so appreciative of everything exactly that they're happy
1: and that's their happiness and you've you've got to find happiness yourself and like you said everyone's different
0: good afternoon and welcome back to another episode of destination happiness In today's episode, I am going to be answering, or trying to answer, the grand question, what is the meaning of life? Now, this is just my interpretation of what I think the meaning of life is, and I'm not claiming to be an expert, this is solely my perspective on things. Um, I've done some reading on this, but again, like, I'm no philosopher. I'd also just like to say that I'm currently recording from the park so you may hear some bird noises in the background, there are a few crows in the trees nearby and also some children playing along the other side of the park so if you hear any noises then that will be why. Before I get into what I believe is the meaning of life um, I did discuss some topics with Callum, my housemate who was in a previous episode. So before I go into that, I am just going to break it down into the four categories, you could say, of what I've been reading about in terms of different meanings of life. So the first one I'm going to go into is a term called hedonism, and that talks about the meaning of life is to find pleasure and avoid pain. Now, you'll see people who believe in this, believe that the meaning of life is to find pleasure and avoid pain. They normally are doing lots of leisurely luxury activities, such as swimming, going out on a boat, going on lots of luxurious holidays. They try not to come into conflict. They try and get to these happy places in the easiest way possible. So maybe they are old rich. They tend not to push themselves to their limits as much as other people may. They just want to find a happy place, a comfortable place and stay there. Another belief of the meaning of life is called eudaimonia. And that's kind of similar to hedonism, but instead of trying to avoid pain, these kinds of people embrace it and they push themselves to their limits rather than having things handed to them. So they find happiness from achieving something challenging. And I think the reward is kind of within overcoming the struggles that led them to that happiness. Another one which I found, and I think I probably can relate to this one most, is existentialism. And that kind of goes on to say that life has no meaning and we simply exist on a floating rock traveling through space traveling through time and life really doesn't have a meaning but we have to give it our own meaning and it's not really um it's not meant to sound dull or depressing it literally is just to say that you have to give it your own meaning and it's whatever you make it if you uh want to travel then do that and if you want to be an artist and that makes you happy then do that if you find your purpose is to have children have a family have a husband or wife and that's your meaning then that's what you're meant to do you have to find it yourself and it's different for everybody everybody has a different meaning of life and that's one that I can kind of relate to the most and then the fourth one is kind of ties in with religion that says that the meaning of life is to serve a higher purpose or to make the world a better place. And I think that's a very selfless answer. And it's not really something that I really thought about before I was speaking with Callum. But I think it ties into devoting your life to God or to a higher being, whether that may be Christianity, Buddhism, Muslim. They all kind of follow this same structure, and that being that you are to serve a higher purpose. And then making the world a better place, it's just, it's just giving, isn't it? It's, it's not living for yourself, it's living very selflessly and making the world happier for others, and I guess if you're making other people happy, then in turn that would make you happy. So those are the kind of four brief meanings of life that I've been reading up on. I did have a nice chat with uh, Callum earlier, my housemate, as I said, about what we believe the meaning of life to be. And as we're both travellers, I think maybe we might have sort of like a biased answer. But I'll just let you have a listen to what we were discussing, our conversation, what we believe the meaning of life to be. And so, yeah, I'll let you get stuck in. think there's multiple angles on it you can look at religious beliefs you can look at philosophical beliefs but I think that life has no meaning it we just exist and therefore we have to give it our own meaning and interpret it however we want
1: it's like coming at your own twist
0: yeah yeah have you seen the film Lucy is that the AI one
1: is that a different one
0: no it's about the oh no no yeah it is about AI um, with Scarlett Johansson yeah Is it Scarlett Johansson? (sniffs) And um, it compares her to the ape. Was it an ape? And in that film, they say that the meaning of life is to pass on information and to evolve as a species. And so after she becomes this supercomputer thing, whatever she was, then after that her sole purpose was to just collect information and pass it on.
1: I think that's probably the best way to put it as well, because, like you say, like when you ask what does meaning mean in a life, it's like everyone's got different answers. Mm. And it, they, like, there probably isn't one, in I a sense. Don't.
0: I don't think there's one meaning, no. You have to give it your it's own just meaning. everyone's take on it. Like for example, a mother would say the meaning of her life is to look after her children. I would assume, I don't know, I'm not a mother. And then a teacher would say the meaning of their life is to educate people. But for me, I think the meaning of life is to be happy. Yeah. And to find happiness, however that, may fi- however that may look for you. Whether you want to be a professional wakeboarder or if you want to be a surf instructor
1: because yeah, it's like everyone finds it different and my version of happiness could be different to your version of happiness.
0: Exactly. And I th- I don't think anyone... Well, maybe there are some people, but I don't really see anyone going out into the world and thinking, oh, what can I do today that's going to make me feel like shit? <laughs> 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 you know? People, people wake up. I mean, a lot of people wake up, go to work, do the same routine, but that's boring and that's meaningless for me. But... There are people who wake up and think, what would I want to do today? What's going to bring me joy and make me happy? Do I want to go on a hike and wake up early, see the sunrise? Do I want to go to the supermarket and meal prep and make loads of food that's going to make me feel good and nutritional? I'll enjoy the cooking process as we go along. Or do I want to go for a surf at sunset? And we do all these things in order to make us happy. That's the end result.
1: But it's, like, a lot of people that I've met travelling, it's, like, you ask them why they travel, because it makes them happy. Exactly. And it's, like, I think that's that's one reason I travel, is because it makes me happy. I want to see the world. I want to get out there. I want to meet new people. And that's probably my version of happiness, is just travelling and just getting out of my comfort zone and just being put in, like, mad situations.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And it's because you want to be happy yeah that's what I called my podcast destination happiness because people look for that it's not about the destination though it's about the journey but people don't say oh I'm going to go on a journey people are looking for a destination but then when they're on that journey they realise that actually the journey is the happiness
1: yeah there's there's an end goal but Getting to it is the best bit.
0: Yeah, it's like when you're when you're hiking a mountain or a volcano. Yeah, the view's good, but the struggle getting to the top, climbing the rocks, trying not to chip over, making pushing sure your through. friend's still behind you and yeah. pushing through, that's that's the journey and that's that's what you reflect back on and uh, think. That's what
1: makes it memorable. Yeah. It's like how you got there. Yeah. So technically there is no meaning the life. It's
0: whatever you give it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's weird. It's like the podcast I mentioned to you earlier. It was like a lot of the answers were like sort of along the lines of happiness, like family and stuff like that. That's the meaning of life. Mm -hmm. And like close friends and just, just existing in a sense.
0: Mm.
1: So, yeah.
0: Close friends make you happy. Yeah. Family makes you happy. Travelling makes you happy. Some people might not even like travelling. No. They might just like being introverted, staying at home, not socialising too much, keeping themselves to themselves, reading books, drinking coffee, and that makes them happy. Yeah. And that's fine. But
1: it's, it's like my big sister loves travelling.
0: Uh-huh.
1: My little sister. No. She's gone on holiday. <laughs> she wouldn't ever want to travel long term. No. And it's just, it just shows you like the different people. Like, she's more than happy to stay home. I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> I want to go out and just see places, see culture.
0: Yeah, I haven't really studied religion in a long time. But what do you think they would find the meaning of life to be?
1: Depends on the religion, because like I know Christianity is like worshipping like Jesus, in, in a sense living by rules, but not really
0: living by rules. Like yeah, it's it
1: the same thing that I mentioned. Adam um, in the car to Emerald. Um, how I said like on the Sunday you weren't allowed to put out like, washing and stuff like that you weren't allowed to do
0: back in Scotland yeah yeah. Wait. you
1: you weren't allowed to mow grass you weren't allowed to do laundry and watch TV and stuff like that
0: yeah
1: and I think that's some people enjoy it I'd rather just not <laughs> <laughs>
0: if you want to do your laundry on a Sunday you do it yeah
1: like but I, th- I think their their meaning of life would probably just pass on the message and just worship in a sense just like devote your life to your lord or
0: they devote their life to a higher being yeah well any religion would you could kind of generalise that any religion um, I think probably devote yourself to something higher and more meaningful than yourself
1: because if you look at muslim like Allah and that's the ones that do ramadan isn't it yeah so it's like, they just devote their life to him as well. They do. And I just... I couldn't...
0: <laughs> do you think they're happy?
1: Yeah. Why? Well, it's like... It's just when I've been travelling, like, especially Egypt, when I was, like, meeting, like, loads of Muslims and stuff, and you don't meet someone that's not happy. Like... They're living on basically nothing. They take life as what it is, mm-hmm. and they enjoy it for the little
0: things. Yeah,
1: it's like they've not got much at all, but the things that they do have, they make.
0: They appreciate the most it. Simple. Yeah, because they don't really have much expectation. So the things that they do have, they appreciate it yeah. with open arms, and that makes them happy because they didn't expect yeah. it.
1: So I mean, you could you could ask like different things. You could ask the poorest person on earth what their happiness is. And Mm -hmm. you could ask
0: the richest man on earth and the richest man could be unhappy whereas the
1: person that's got nothing is so appreciative of everything that they're happy and that's their happiness.
0: I think the richer you probably become, the lonelier you get because there's not as many other people that you can relate with, you know, like the top 1%. They say the top 1% is the loneliest people. But then, yeah, like you were saying, the people with nothing, everything they have, they just appreciate it so much. And materialistic things don't make you happy. Money's not gonna make you happy. What's gonna make you happy is doing the things that you love, and that may not necessarily cost any money. You can just go for a hike, you go for a walk, and that's completely free, and that yeah. makes you happy.
1: But it's like the amount of like videos I've seen of like homeless people, and they're just vibing, and loving and life. Mm-hmm. And then you could see men that are working like nine to five, Monday to Friday, in suits and. Some of the richest men, mm-hmm. and they're so unhappy.
0: Exactly, it's money can't buy happiness. It can't. It can buy you a boat, and it can buy you a helicopter, but that's just meaningless. Yeah,
1: and you've you've got to find happiness yourself. And like you said, everyone's
0: different. Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, uh, it's deep one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is a deep one. But yeah, for me, the meaning of life. There is no meaning of life. You've got to give it your own meaning and find happiness in a way that suits you. And for me, that's travel. I'm
1: assuming.
0: I think many people don't know what their meaning is. And that's probably why they're not happy. But travelling gives you the opportunity to try things that could make you happy. And the more things you try, the more things you can decide whether you like it or not. Yeah. Like trying a cookery class in... Hoi An in Vietnam, if that's the first time you've ever done a cooking class and you discover that you love cooking and creating food, delicious food and trying new recipes, then that will open a door for you and then you can discover actually I want to go down a chef career. But you won't decide, you won't be able to discover that until you go out and try the things and when you're traveling that enables you to try these things.
1: It's just like getting out of your comfort zone. If you don't like it, you don't like it. There's yeah. no harm done in trying it.
0: Exactly. It makes you more resilient. A
1: cooking course is what, probably like a couple of hours maybe.
0: A couple of hours. Yeah. If you well, don't
1: like it, you don't like it. Yeah. It's the same with everything.
0: I'm sure I've done things I don't like before and thought, well, at least I've tried it now. Yeah. At least I'm not going to live and regret and think, oh, what if I did like doing that? Like, I'm thinking of moving to Ernie in at the end of the year and i'm considering working on a boat as deckhand and i have no idea if i'm gonna like that or not it could be a waste of time a waste of money but i don't want to get to the end of my life and think oh when i was 25 like i could have done it but i didn't why not Mm, well i don't know it just didn't wasn't really for me i just didn't want to didn't put in enough effort to devote myself to actually giving it a chance yeah And if I do like it, then that's great. And if I don't, then that's fine as well.
1: Could start a new career. Like, I'd rather look back and be like, I'm so glad I tried that, Mm -hmm. rather than, I wish I'd done that.
0: Exactly. I would rather do something I don't like than not know.
1: Yeah.
0: It's like relationships too.
1: Sorry, I don't want to. <laughs> I
0: don't know. No, but honestly, like if I've been with a guy and I give it my all and then it still doesn't work, I'd rather that than try and cut things off before you even give it a full chance. And then at least that way. It's
1: just what you know. it'll be. What it'll be. Mhm. Everything happens for a reason.
0: Yeah. Before you went travelling, <laughs> what do you think your previous self would say the meaning of life is? Because for me, I was just working, well actually, before, when I was working as a digital marketing executive, at first that made me happy, and for me the meaning of life then was to go to work, to create content, to write blogs and feel fulfilled, and that was the meaning of life for me back then, and that made me happy, but then during the end of my work there, I just didn't enjoy it anymore, and I was looking for happiness elsewhere, Yeah. so the meaning of life changed. And then prior to that, when I was working in the bank, to be fair, I was probably miserable. Um, didn't really have a why at that point. I was just going to work Monday to Friday, living for the weekends. And I guess just waiting for things to happen on the weekends, like going out drinking, seeing friends. And that was my why. But it wasn't really a strong why.
1: No. It's like you- when you've got no purpose in a sense it's just Existing Yeah Like you say on the weekends and then you get to Monday and then you're counting down the day, days again until the weekend Like I think like I lived for the gym back home Yeah That was 24-7 all the time work and gym that
0: And that it. was your why
1: Yeah And then when I started travelling it has definitely become travelling Mm-hmm And this is why when people are like well, what are you going to do I'm like, I'm, I'm doing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm like, doing it now. No plans to stop because at the moment this is my happiness. Yeah. So it's like that, back then it was gym. Mm-hmm. And I just lived for it. Didn't really drink that much. <laughs> Wait. Well, compared, compared to the wow. <laughs> <laughs> A lot has changed.
0: <laughs> Do you think you'll ever get to a point where... You'll get bored, and this won't make you happy anymore, travelling.
1: I think if that ever were to happen... Yeah. That's when I'd probably think about settling down. mm -hmm. But, like, I've met loads of people in hostels that have been, like, late 40s, early 50s, and they're still travelling.
0: Wow, really?
1: And it's... If they're still travelling at that age, I don't see myself stopping. And
0: uh, Have, were they travelling the whole entire time?
1: Yeah, so like one of the main ones I met, I met him in Colombia, I think it was, at a hostel. And he'd work six months at home during the summer period in his parents' cafe.
0: Um and then he'd come back out for the other six months of the year and travel. That's pretty much what we're doing now, isn't yeah, it?
1: And that's all he did. So he'd work for six months, help him out in the summertime and the busy period. Yeah. And then just travel after that. And there's been few people I've met that have been like digital nomads and they just constantly work on the move. They don't have a, a home in a sense. They don't have like a set base
0: yeah. back
1: where they're from. It's more they're just not planning on settling down, rather be on the move 24-7. And
0: that makes them happy.
1: Yeah. And I, I think, like, I don't see any time in the near future I'm going to stop travelling.
0: Yeah, it's, there's so many countries, there's what, 196 countries yeah. I think off the top of my head? I think I've done seven or
1: eight. <laughs> 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 so, so I've only got another like 180 to go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's lots to see and do. Yeah,
1: it's, it's, it's like you get bored of one place, you just move to another one.
0: Mm-hmm. And especially with the contrasting cultures, I've got so many aspirations to do different things, but they're all completely contradictory. Like I want to work on a boat, but I also want to learn to DJ. And I also want to go skiing in Japan. And I also want to do volunteering in South Africa in a wildlife sanctuary. I want to do everything. I want to go to Colombia. I want to go to Machu Picchu. And I want to go to Petra.
1: It's going to take you a few years.
0: Exactly. (laughs)
1: like that's that's the thing it's like there is so much to do and going back to the happiness thing that is your happiness those end goals
0: in sight is your happiness and it's it is like you say it's how you get there Mm -hmm. it's pretty deep yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) deep convos on a Saturday morning
0: (laughs) (laughs) ready to kick off our trip to Mackay yeah that's our happiness. Yeah. Looking forward to a couple of days yeah. in Mackay. Getting
1: our eyes out for a few days.
0: Girls' day, girls' trip. It's quite an interesting way of looking at things, and probably not something you think about every day. I think it's important to sometimes just stop and take a look at things, take a look at the situation you're in, and decide whether you are happy or not. Are you living every day to the fullest? If you've got a particular goal in mind that you're striving towards, how are you getting there? Are you making progress? What are you doing every day? What do you look forward to the most? Do you wake up excited for your day to begin or are you just simply existing? Do you have a job where you work nine to five Monday to Friday and just wait for the weekends for them to pass by in a blink and then before you know it, it's Monday again and you've wasted a whole another week waiting and waiting for something exciting to happen in your life. Have you given yourself the opportunity to try different things that could potentially be what makes you happy and what gives you purpose and what makes you wake up in the morning and want to do something and meet new people? And then when you get to 80 years old, 90 years old and you look back on your life, Will you be able to say that you truly did try everything and give yourself the opportunities to find things that made you happy? One particular word does come to mind when I think of people like Callum and I and then the person that I once was before I went travelling. And the word that springs to mind is courage. When I talk to people about traveling, especially solo traveling and moving country, moving to the other side of the world and starting fresh, leaving everyone and everything I know behind, not even in the same time zone, nine hour time zone difference, like it's crazy. When I speak to people about that, they always say to me, wow, Sophie, you're so brave. And I thank them for that. But I also think, well, I'm not really any different to you. I just had the courage to do something that I was scared to do. And I guess, yeah, it is brave and they, they think that it's incredible. And I, it is incredible and I'm so grateful for the life that I have. But I think the difference between me now and me then is courage. Will Smith once said, success is on the other side of fear. And six years ago when my friend Ashley and I were on Mission Beach, Australia and we did a skydive, we were shit scared and we didn't want to do it. And we watched this video of Will Smith when he talks about his skydive and how success is on the other side of fear and you have to get over your fears In order to feel this sensation running through your body, this is life, this is excitement, this is your why, this is the reasoning why you wake up in the morning and you're happy and fulfilled and you're ready to take on the world, you have to be courageous. And it's scary to think about before you've done something that you're scared to do. There's lots of things in your mind telling you not to do them. You give yourself reasons and hurdles and obstacles and you think, oh, but do I need to do it? I'm quite happy in my comfort zone here. I don't need to do them. But let me tell you that once you do things that you're scared to do, you will feel so much better and you can look back without any regrets. And even if you do these things and you don't like them, then you can say that you've tried and then you're not going to think what if. So coming back to happiness and finding things that make you happy, you have to have the courage to try new things. If you want to start learning pottery or Mai Tai, a new hobby, anything like that, if you want to start going to the gym and you're scared, then just have the courage to go once, try it, And if you like it, you can carry on and conquer your fears. And if you don't, then you can say that you've done it without living in regret. And then when you think about solo travelling, just think about the things that you've done in the past, the things that you've been scared to do and you have done and everything's turned out okay, the things you were anxious about um, and overcoming those fears, and then the sense of relief and satisfaction that you felt after doing it. And just apply that to solo travelling and just know that you, yourself, you've got this. Just know in your heart that it's going to be sensational. High risk, high reward is what they say. So, on that, I just want you to think about what makes you happy. Solo travelling, pottery, going to the gym, etc. There's all these sorts of things things that maybe you are curious about but you've not yet tried. And give it a go. Be courageous. Do the thing that you've been thinking about and then watch what happens afterwards. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you found it valuable and it's kind of made you think about what your meaning of life is. I hope you go away and do something courageous. I want you to actually challenge yourself this week to do something that scares you and let me know how you feel afterwards, how you feel after doing the thing that has scared you, send me a message on Instagram. I will be reading all the DMs that you send me. I'll leave you on that. If you liked this episode, I would really appreciate if you left a good review and shared it with your friends as well. This podcast grows through word of mouth and without you guys sharing it with your friends, on your stories, tagging me, telling your auntie, your uncle, hey, look at this, this is a pretty inspiring. Why don't you have a listen? I will love you forever. So give us a good, honest review, and I will see you in the next episode.